Welcome to Plan to Win with Edge Messaging, a podcast about classic communications and public relations principles put into practice in a modern world. Here are your hosts, Brian Fraley and Dan Dybert. Hello and welcome to another Plan to Win podcast brought to you by Edge Messaging. I'm Dan Dybert, Director of Creative Services and Innovation, and our president and owner, Mr. Brian Fraley, joining us here this morning. Hello, Brian. Hello, Dan. All right, welcome to another podcast, and today we're talking about... Customer service. Now, you may ask, why are we talking about customer service? We are not talking about customer service. Now, you may ask, now. Why are we talking about (laughs) customer service? And it's not because we received poor customer service from a vendor or anything. It's not a list of complaints. Although, if we wanted to talk about that Starbucks barista, no. But, but Brian, this is is a marketing podcast. Exactly. It's about messaging and marketing and communications. And every time... Your business. This is this episode is primarily for small businesses and politicians. Come <laughs> yes. to think of it. Yep. Uh, every time you communicate, you're saying something about yourself. You're building a brand identity. Your reputation is being built or destroyed. So every customer service interaction is a messaging tool, whether you realize it or not. Every time you communicate. And I don't care if you're talking about how you answer the phone, your email exchanges, your invoicing. Small business owners, yes, small business owners and politicians need to treat customer service not just as like a nuts and bolts operational process, but it's advertising, it's branding, it's marketing, it's a sales, it's it's sales, it's messaging. They are all messaging opportunities because you are saying a lot about who you are, what products you offer, how you treat people, who you hire, the decisions you make, what what leeway you give them to represent you and everything. How often does it happen where you walk into a place and I pick a, let's say you clean carpets and you walk into the place to sign up for carpeting for carpet cleaning and the receptionist is fantastic. And somebody comes out from the back to answer a question and they're fantastic. I mean, when you leave that place, you walk out of there thinking, yep, I walked into the right business. You don't have a question about whether or not you're going to get good service. You you know they're going to provide good service because if these people sitting here are providing Yeah, you believe good it's service, a culture. Right. Right? Yeah. Which, which that is the – now we're going to talk about the flip side of that personal interaction. Yeah. <laughs> so we talked about um, how you answer the phone, right? Email exchanges, even what you put on your invoice or your billing messages, which leads us to an emerging problem, mm-hmm. customer service, for especially for small businesses. Yeah. Chatbots. Autom- you know, artificial intelligence, automated. Hello, Dan. How may I help you? My name is Pete. Yes. Um, chatbots. And this is the new this is the new thing. Everybody is doing this. If you go to anybody's website, you will see these pop up. If you go to it's I mean the, it's, like it's the instant messaging chatbot feature. Even small right. Facebook is really big into this now right. where you can set that up for your Facebook page. Um and think about what this is is just an extension of when you call uh, an 800 number and they say press 1 for customer yeah. service and then they give you a customer service message. Press 2 for I mean that this is really just an extension it's of the that. the same technology as hey Siri, where's the closest Chinese restaurant? Yeah. I mean the, the yeah, the technology is better than press 1, press 2, but it's the same idea and there can be good times to use a chatbot, especially on your website. For I'll tell you this. For example, we use, if you go to edgemessaging.com, there's a chatbot that will open. Now, I, we call it a chatbot, but it's really not because the second you connect to somebody or the second you type something in there, hey, guys, I have a question about a podcast. Somebody, an actual person will answer that. There will for never our be company. For our company. Yes. There will never be a computer that answers that because we just don't get 
a lot of those same questions over and over our, again. Our and questions are much more detailed and nuanced, and we, we, we couldn't have a you know 560,000 matrix so, response right. tree. <laughs> right. So a good time to use a chatbot would be if you get a lot of questions saying, what time are you guys open? What are your business hours? Frequently asked questions. Those you know. would be the only time that I personally think it's a good idea to use a chatbot. What are or, some, or maybe a you know, hey, what who do you who do you need this to go to? Customer service, or are we going to? Is this a technical issue? Maybe there, but then you should you should connect to a person as quickly as you can. Because again, this is a messaging opportunity. You're talking, you're conveying what the image of your company is, what the culture of your company is, the quality of your product. Mm-hmm. So, the good ones connect you to a person relatively quickly, or it quickly answers frequently asked questions like where you know uh, how do i get there for my 90 perfect i-94 do you sell x right you know exactly yes Uh, what are some of the worst interactions with chatbots that you've come across um i will tell well there's i'm not going to name any specific companies but there no don't 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 name any (laughs) specific companies sprint i gotta take a fast sprint um no uh there are times where it gets so frustrating using a chatbot because you know it's a chatbot. That's the worst, right? Yes. When companies try to convince you it's a real person, an intern, or somebody at a keyboard typing and answering your questions, but it is so clear that it's not. Well, you know, and companies even go so far now as to do this thing where with the chatbot where you where it pretends it's typing. It will say, yeah. agent is typing. And it will click, say, click, click it. it'll take about five, yeah. ten seconds. It might even give you a little noise. Right. It'll yeah. show, look, oh, somebody's typing. Nobody's typing. So, it, Dan, you're having a problem with your cell phone? Yes, I'm having a problem with my cell phone. Who do I talk to? So, let me get this straight. So, you're having a problem with your cell phone. Right. I'd like to talk to somebody in customer service about my cell phone. If I get this right, you want to talk to someone in customer service. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes. I would like to talk to someone in customer service. Agent is typing. One moment, Dan. I'm attempting to connect you to someone in customer service about your problem (laughs) with your cell phone connection. It's so frustrating. And it's clear that it's because AI is just, it's still kind of creepy. Even Mm -hmm. the advanced stuff is creepy. We're not talking about Westworld here and stuff, but I mean, it is, it is creepy it, it is a useful tool if you use it correctly to funnel certain uh, inquiries, right. especially like new client acquisition. Right. But, but I can't stress enough, your, your chatbot, it is a messaging opportunity for you. Well. You're, you are delivering a message whether yes. you want to or not. How you answer a question about whether you're open or not, whether you sell a product or not, um, how you interact how your robots interact yes. with your customers is building a reputation for your brand, for your company, for your product, for, for your client. For that reason and that reason alone, the takeaway from this particular version of our Plan to Win podcast, and we got a couple more, but I'm telling you, rule number one is do not pretend your chatbot is a real person because, well, first of all, it'll be quickly discovered. And when it's discovered, I don't think, I don't know about you, but... <laughs> I don't think there's a way to tick off a person more than for them to realize they're not actually, you tried to make them think they were talking to somebody and they thought they were trying to, they thought they were talking to an actual human and then they realized they're not. I don't think you can tick anybody off faster. If you're conning me about the authenticity of the humanity of this conversation, are you also conning me about your product or service? Yeah. So don't pretend it's a person. 
If you're going to use a chatbot, a good place to use it is for frequently asked questions, things like that, you know, directions to your office, uh, uh, what's the price of this product. I think people understand, you know, we're, we're in a Siri and, hey, Google, I'm sorry if anybody has one and I just said it Bing. off, but um, we're, in a, we're in a culture where people are okay with a quick question when they know they're talking to technology. Right. When they, I mean, that's just the world we're in today. And so if I open up a chatbot, if I go to your company, say, hey, what are your hours? And you just pop up the hours. I don't care if that's a real person or not. Um, so I think there are times you can use it. Yeah, that's certainly one. Um, another key takeaway here, as soon as you can, as soon as is practical, get a real person involved in that conversation. And maybe and maybe the conversation is our office is open again at 8 a.m. Do you want someone to contact you as soon as we open? Yep. Because if you, for us, we'll have somebody from our team call you anytime up until like nine o'clock. If you're on the email yeah. or you're on the internet and you're typing into our, our chat bot or whatever and want somebody to call you, we'll make sure that we connect with you. Yeah. But not every business wants to be like that. So, but give them the opportunity to contact a human being as soon as possible. I think get in, interjecting humanity into a conversation as soon as possible, generally a good idea. Yeah. Um, and again, that's the message you're sending. The message you're sending is you're going to be dealing with real people as much as possible. And, you know, we were talking, we were joking a little earlier about um, when, when somebody, actually we weren't joking, we were talking about when a company pretends it's a real person and it's not and yeah. how much that can tick people off. I think another one of our big takeaways is, you know, if you ever deal with a company that tries to pretend that they are a uh, that you're actually talking to a person. Sprint. <coughs> Sprint. <coughs> they have spent they have spent hundreds of thousands of dollars developing that Probably process. Probably millions, yes. millions of dollars to make it seem like there's an actual person, and then you realize you're not talking to an actual person. It's a computer and it's a chat bot, and they've gone out of their way. They put up a picture. They put up, "Hey, agent is typing." They've gone mm-hmm. out of their way to make you think they're talking to a real person, and they're not. They can't pull it off after spending millions of dollars. You're probably not going to pull it off <laughs> using a free service <laughs> right. or something that's like $6 a month. Right. So that's something else to keep in mind. Get a real person involved in the conversation. Don't pretend it's a person when it's not. Maybe for FAQs, but but again, I even then, even then, I still like the I mean it's a sales opportunity, right? It's an opportunity as much as you can to talk to a new and to somebody coming into your it's business. It's passive. They've come to you. Mm-hmm. And just because you haven't spent money on it doesn't mean it's it's not important. It is more important, frankly, than your proactive messaging and your digital or broadcast or cable marketing. It's customer service is messaging. You should keep an eye on it. Revise it. Pay attention to feedback that you get from customers because your interactions with your potential and current clients, it's reputation management, it's salesmanship, it's marketing, it's free, but just because it's free doesn't mean it doesn't have value to you. It's really, really important. Brian, thank you so much. Dan, let me get this straight. You would like to be connected to customer service. No, I'd like to end the podcast right now. Podcast agent is typing. We do not offer that service. Yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and end the podcast right now, Brian. Would you like to talk to someone right now? No, I'd like to end the podcast right now. Hello, Dan. Let me get this straight. You're having problems and would like to be connected to customer service. It's another edition of the Plan to Win podcast. We'll catch you next time. This podcast was produced by Edge Messaging. Companies, candidates, and causes who plan to win turn to Edge Messaging for their public relations and communication strategy needs. For more information, go to edgemessaging.com.
We've built a bigger and better edge messaging to serve the companies, candidates, and causes that we partner with. Give us a call at 262-290-3343 to see how edge messaging delivers strategic communications planning and public relations at the speed of now.